Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Friday night. We took a week off, but we're back. What's going on, Phil? Women drivers, am I right? Oh yeah, the worst. <laughs> How's oh, it going, man. man? I am so happy to be back in the saddle here. Uh, we got a a nice little little two race weekend at Richmond, and uh, we're fired up. Nice two way. Steve, what's up, man? Hey guys, hey Arch. Um, happy to be back after a, a week break. There, we had some things going on last week, but uh, getting back into it here and a weekend I'm looking forward to this to watching and handicapping. Yeah, you know, if you have to stay up late, a chain is only as strong as its weakest link. Uh, all right, that's right. <laughs> I think that was a, a shot fired towards Phil there. Oh, because I'm because I'm late tonight. No, 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 no. Last week you it was just you were just uh you needed that beauty sleep. Oh, brother, I was I was wiped out, man. Oh. You know, you're you're out there like doing real life work stuff, and uh, you know, I just I just uh I ran out of willpower. I got you. No, man, everybody has a point where they just tap out. Yeah, yeah, that was me. But but we're in the saddle here again. We're 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 back on it. Back at it. I can't believe you're awake right now. Your blood sugar must be through the roof. I uh I I'm ashamed to admit it. I, I had a little too much fondue tonight. Uh, I went with the uh, bananas Foster uh, dessert. They even set it on fire in front of us. It was it was delicious. Oh, sounds good. That uh, sounds yeah. really fancy. I'll be honest. I had a sa- I ate a sandwich over the sink before the show. So we're good to go. <laughs> Were you in your bathtub or? <laughs> I just whipped one up in the kitchen, ate it over the sink, and let's go. Let's do the NASCAR. <laughs> I, I applaud it. I'm 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 down. I'm That's in. It. That's it. All right, man. So two races you said only two. One two. What is that? No trucks. No trucks. No Formula One. So we get oh. a, a little reprieve, thankfully. Um, but we we we're pretty pumped up because Phoenix, as it turns out, is a pretty good data point to compare to Richmond. We we think so. We actually have some next gen data, you know that that's applicable to this week. So uh, hopefully it pans out. I never would have thought Richmond, Virginia, and Phoenix are linked together in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> well, their racetracks are pretty close. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Not physically. But, y- you know. No, like, we're, we're talking uh, on track here. On track. where it ends. <laughs> Thanks okay. for hopping in there, Steve. He really bailed you out you there. You were, yeah. We're sick. <laughs> All right. What, it's like, what shit, we, man, where, where am I going with this? Yeah, I don't, you know? yeah, sometimes you start and you just don't know where to go. So you just got to yeah. make noises and just get get out. All right, where are we? Uh, that's my sexual technique, too. Where are we, <laughs> where are we looking first race? Uh, let's go to the Xfinity series. All right. And um, uh, Steve, you want to lead it off with the uh, the win wagers? Yeah, I only got one. It's it's well, I mean, we may have you may have more, but I only have uh, Ryan Priest at uh, eighteen to one MGM. I got this at a pretty early time in the week, so I got eighteen to one. I think now it's probably sixteen to one, probably the best line I can find. But I know Phil's going to be talking about him a lot this week, so I just like we're. Um, I like him because of his experience on the shorter tracks. Uh, he performed well at the Clash. But I know Phil's has some other talking points there for Ryan Priest. So for me, that's I just like the number. He's gonna be in a good car. So yeah, um, I, I'll take that for win wage. My win wagers. Do you have something else? I do. I like uh, I like Priest in a head to head over Hemrick. I, I wrote an article uh, for Odds Checker today. Had a pretty good joke in there. 
proud of it. But um, mostly because um, Hembrick and the colic stuff is, has really been terrible. And well, not terrible, but I mean, he's just not, he's not as good as he was last year. And um, uh, they were somewhat slow at Phoenix. And, um, you know, I, I would expect that they're not going to improve all that much in the, the last two or three weeks over at Colleague. Um, so kind of leaning on Priest, like he said, with his experience. But also, I mean, he's in a BJ McLeod car, which is normally a shitbox, but um, Stuart Haas is backing him. So they're going to be funded. Um, so I think it's kind of a sneaky play. We're getting a, a, a past cup driver with good experience on the short track in in a you know a good card a good number so i'm in on priest over hemrick but i also like the win wager win wager ryan priest at five dimes is uh plus 2100 oh nice yeah so so go there for sure got it got it if you can go there yeah uh i'm seeing yeah 1600 at points yeah, bet 1600 at mgm yep, yep. and 1600 at fanduel so that that seems to be the prevailing prevailing yeah. line Priest win. Any any did you have any win bets, Phil? No, I'm just I'm I'm in with Priest also. Mm. So uh that's that's probably uh where we'll land. We may add one tomorrow. It's it's hard for me to not bet uh Gregson when it makes sense. So I'll I'll probably put a little sprinkle there. Yeah, sure. if you if you wanted to add one more, I I generally are liking the uh, junior motorsports car this year. Uh, that team in general. So Sam Mayer over there, it's, it's twenty to one. Uh, I'm not officially playing yet, but I would take that as a lean if you want another win wager to kind of uh, head your bets there um, after Ryan Priest. So. Got it. Sam Merrick, again, similar story with him. Good car. Uh, he's kind of made his hay on the shorter tracks. Um, he's formed really well so far this year. So there's a lot of things going for him. Um, I'll talk about him a little more later on. But uh, okay with the wind wager there for him. We'll see if he gets uh, another good showing this weekend. Oh, yeah. Grabbed it. Plus 2,200. Nice. You're getting uh, you're getting all the all the good stuff. Yeah, apparently, apparently uh, the Euro trash. They don't know what to do when there's no Formula One. They, their books just get lazy. Yeah. I, now, does that have anything to do with the conversion rate? Like, is it or is that American twenty two to one? It's supposed or to be. 20, it's supposed to be American. I have it set for USD here. Okay. Okay. I just I you know that was just a little wrinkle that was was in my head there for a minute. Like, should I run up to Canada and bet or? Well, it's you not. Know, and, you what know, happens? Gambling wins are not taxable in the Canadian uh, system. So that's so sick. All right. I mean, well, you're really making out good then right now. No tax, better lines. I mean, you got it all working for you, Arch. Except I live in Canada. Uh, well, <laughs> I guess that does even things out, right? Yeah, we'll talk about carbon tax someday <laughs> soon. So. <laughs> hey. oh, boy. All, all right. right. Yeah, what's up? Let's next? move down the card. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, we also like Ty Gibbs um, for a top three. That is plus 150 at DraftKings, I think. Are you seeing seeing anything better? Let's no, see here. lower. Lower. Yeah, plus 130 looks like the best. I yeah, can. 130 at MGM, 130 best Bavada. So get down at DraftKings if you can, but 130 is a good number. Okay. Um, he ran Richmond um, once last year uh, in the spring, not the fall. 
And uh, I believe he finished sixth or se- seventh. I'm sorry, he finished seventh, but he was number one in overall green flag speed and he was number two rated in um, speed late in a run. So the 54 is fast week in and week out. I don't think that's going to change. I, I think he's going to bring an elite car and I think a top three is is definitely manageable um earlier this year at phoenix he spun well he didn't spin he got he got turned by josh barry and um he ended up having to run really really long on the last set of scuffed tires i think it was like what like 80 laps steve or something like that it was yeah it was at least in the stage three yeah it was ridiculous because uh you know he was down a set of tires um but he ended up battling all the way back to sixth Mm. so um as far as using Phoenix as a data point, he was fast there. He probably could have contended for a win if he didn't get spun. Um, so plus 150 for a top three. I love it. That's a full unit play for me. I'm, I'm, I'm all in on tie. It's Steve, what else are we looking at? So I added one more from that same, that same team, Joe Gibbs Racing. I added John Hunter Nemechek plus 150 for a top three at DraftKings. I believe you can get the same number. For him, um, probably an MGM again. I mean, I'm assuming plus one thirty. Yeah, uh, I mean that's that's totally fine. Yeah. I like John Hunter quite a bit. Okay. Uh, last time he was here in Richmond, he was in the 26, the Sam Hunt car, also Toyota. But I mean, this the 26 is a, it's it's Toyota funded, but it's it's a step down from the the 18 car he's running this week. Um, John Hunter. I mean, very, very good at short, uh, you know, short flats. Um, mm-hmm. Joe Gibbs in general, very good team organizations as far as the track goes. We'll see how they are in the Cup Series this year, but there's no changes in the Xfinity Series from last year. So the speed they've been bringing last year should transfer over to this year. So hopefully the bump in performance of the car gives uh, John Hunter a bump in finishing position. Let me just see here uh, where John Hunter finished in that 26 car. Uh, Yeah, so he finished third last year in that 26 car. So even in the the slightly underwhelming car, he finished in the top three. So he can probably repeat that performance. And he was uh he was in the mix last year at Phoenix in the finale. Is that what you're talking about? It may be that I'm, I get so confused on like what cars these guys run. And, you know, Ty Gibbs running the 54. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Part time, and you had John Hunter in the car sometimes. You had Christopher Bell. I, I, Christopher Bell was in a 54 car, I think, at Loudon. Mm-hmm. That was when I was thinking of. That wasn't. John, you know, John Hunter, the, the, so many guys in Toyotas that are all good drivers. The cars just take them over the top, though. And that's probably yeah. what's going to happen again with John Hunter this weekend. Sweet. So we're in, we're on those two guys for top three. So ideally, let's get Priest across the line first and then Gibbs and JHN. Perfect. Boom. Then we, yeah. then, we, then, we, then we get the bag. Yeah. Then we can it. retire. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but and we can move down the card a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, okay. Steve had an interesting stat about, Justin Algar, um, we're on him for a top five finish, minus one fifteen over at MGM, and uh, I think the books are sleeping on this guy a little bit. Yeah, I mean, if you want me to get, talk about John, uh, Algar here, it would track as far as track history goes. So I'm looking at the numbers right now. So let's take a look at his Richmond history. If I can find the right spreadsheet here, um, 
I'm, tr- I'm trying very hard right now. Um, <laughs> try catch. I mean, I can't in front of me right now. But Ogar is five for five for top fives um, at, at Richmond in the last five races. Uh, that right there is enough to, for me to put him down for a top five at minus one fifteen. Um, By my math, that's a hundred percent. You know, that that's correct. That, five for five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're uh, telling me, Steve, is that's free money. That's I, not, a, I mean, there's no such thing as free money in NASCAR. In oh, all right. Well, I, um, I didn't know if they were just going to cash the ticket as soon as I hit submit or if we had to watch it. That you know. would be a beautiful thing, wouldn't it? Okay. Yeah, it would. It would. But anyway, yeah. So we're, we're, we're on all guy here for a top five. Sounds good. I'm already in. Sweet. Just, uh, one more thing I like about it. Justin Allgaier is proven to be very good at, um, running on tracks with high tire wear and, and Richmond is probably one of, if not the highest t- uh, tracks when it comes to wear on tires. So yeah, he, he tends to take good care of his stuff. He's a veteran guy. So, um, you know, you can kind of count on that, that veteran moxie to, um, you know, sustain his equipment and, and save it for the long haul. So I love it. I'm, I'm in. All right. Is there anything else in Xfinity we're looking at? Yeah. We well, we've got the um, we've got that head to head with uh, Priest, and then we're going to take Algar over Josh Berry minus one ten on DK, and then um, we'll wrap it up with Sam Mayer over Landon Castle also on DK. Steve said that you know Mayer is a kind of a sleeper win wager, so it makes sense that we we take him over another calling car in Landon Castle. Yeah, I know you have some negative things to say about Landon Castle this year, right? <laughs> the guy stinks. I mean, when we bet on him, he he's terrible. When we fade him, he like finishes 18th but wins the head-to-head anyway, and I, I don't understand how it happens. We we just we can't get on the right side of the guy even when we peg him to suck. So um, <laughs> I, I hope he sucks worse tomorrow. I, I think Sam Mayer is going to excel and Landon Castle should struggle. So hopefully now that we get both sides going there, we should be able to get this one through, right? I, I think so. Also, Arch, um, don't flag that that time um, for Saxy Maxi because that, that will probably <laughs> be a good bullet for his gun. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll let that one slide. Let that go. Yeah, yeah. Max was already talking about feeling himself up and down. So Oh, that, that takes the cake. Yeah. We're good. We're good. Yeah. Cool. Well, that, that wraps up all I have for Xfinity. All right. Steve, Xfinity, is that it? No more hidden bets? What did you say about Pri- – did you have Priest over someone else? No, just Hemrick. What was the – I have Justin Allgaier with Josh Berry. Is that, is that the other one you said? Yeah, I kind of yeah. flew past that one. Okay. I mean – But I if just, you want to talk about Barry, go ahead. I mean, I just want to – get a little more action on Justin Allgaier besides just the top five because I just feel like he can – this is probably a little bit of a mismatch, I think, on Josh Berry. I know Josh Berry's uh, pretty much grown up racing short tracks, but um, he doesn't have a whole lot of experience here at Richmond. I feel like this is a driver's racetrack that requires you to uh, pretty much know how a tire is going to fall off and 
how what lines to take, you know, where the cars gonna be good. I just feel like all all has got that knowledge and experience at this track. He's been so good here that uh, he may have an edge over Josh Berry here. He's kind of new to the you know on the expanding side of the virtual Richmond here. So minus one ten, I feel like that's a good play there. It almost feels like it's it's time for Allgaier to have it like a super good run, like a like a dominating run. Like it's it's been you know however many weeks we're into the the season and we haven't quite seen it yet. And he always has like, I don't know, two or three or four, you know, of those, those weeks where he just goes out and dominates. So it it almost feels like we're due for one. So I don't know if it's, if it's this week, but you know, it it could be in the cards. I love the he's due bet. Yeah. Let's always pay. I mean, he's five for five arch. It's a hundred percent. It's free money. We already talked about that. Yeah. All right, Xfinity's in the books. Let's flip over to the cup, right? Yeah. All right. Who's going to win? Hopefully one of these five guys. Oof. Um my my favorite bet of the week is Austin Dillon. That this is one I got down on uh right at open. It's 40 to 1. Um he just he always seems to to run pretty good at Richmond. I mean, not great, but pretty good. And um the the world is talking about Tyler Reddick, uh, you know, Dylan's teammate as being the next guy that's going to, you know, be the first time winner and this and that. And, you know, Richard Childress has, has been pretty quick so far this year. So I'm, I'm kind of taking the con- contrarian view. I think it's going to be Dylan. And uh, if it doesn't win, I think he's going to cash a couple of, of other tickets like a head to head and we're on him for the top 10 as well. But Dylan sticks out to me as good value at 40 to one. Plus 5,000. Oh, Canadian. There it is. It's Betway. Thank you very much. What about over at Moonbet? What what do they post for this? Oh, uh, we don't talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) They still don't accept Canadian players. The lying cocksuckers. Oh, they're they're such scumbags. They really are. Arch, yeah. it sounds like uh, you need to bet uh, you know more outrights right now. Like you, yeah, you really. Uh, I mean, I know you you're, you already send the full unit over there, but yeah, you're really getting the uh, the good side of these outright right now. Yeah, this is this is a rare a rare good evening <laughs> for Canada over America. I I also want to say that I do agree with Austin Dillon. I I don't think he has a better chance to win that first than Tyler Reddick. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the odds imply that, but. As far, you know, when you look at this, uh, you know, return on investment over time, I think Austin Dillon is the better value there at 40 to 1 compared to Reddick's 12 to 1. So, yeah, I think, I think Reddick is too short, but Dillon's too long, if that makes sense. You know, since, you know, they're, they're driving pretty similar equipment, if not, you know, the same. But, um, you know, I, I think Dillon's skill set matches up here well and historically he's been good so i'll take my my 40 to 1 shot over you know laying 12 to 1 yeah everybody in your crew identifies as either big mac burger mcnuggets or mccrispy sandwich but you're the filet fish sandwich all day that crispy fish that savory tartar sauce that melty cheese that pillowy bun yeah you get it every time and if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right. Who else? We got four more? Four more. Um, you want to take over, Steve? 
Yeah, I like Chase Briscoe at 20 to 1 at MGM. So Art should have that one, hopefully. Um, I'm seeing Chase Briscoe Briscoe's- off the board everywhere. I can get plus 1800 right here, right now. Okay. Plus 2000. Plus 2200. Best one I could find. All right. Sounds good to me. Um, yeah. Chase Briscoe. He's, I, I said this on um, Tuesday. I was talking about uh, Briscoe a little bit. Um, he's kind of taken over the, I would, I would say the lead role over there at Stuart Haas racing. He's pretty much came out of the gates firing this year. It started out with the clash. He was doing thing. He was shifting. I mean, he, when no one else was doing the, you know, the shifting, he was just taking leaps and bounds uh, above the competition early on and out of the gates. He was running well on top five, uh, similar track, flat, just like this one is here at Richmond. Um, Briscoe, he made strides last year at the end of the season, even when, when those cars were struggling. So at 20 to 1 here, I, everything checks for Briscoe for me. The pit crew's good, his speed's good. Um, Recent form is good, so twenty to one. I feel like he he would definitely win this more than one time in twenty races. I feel like, so yeah. I mean, if we're since we're using Phoenix as a you know like a barometer, he led one hundred and one laps. What like three weeks ago when they were at Phoenix, he had forty of the fastest laps of the race. His average running position was four point six, um, and he won. I mean, what else? What else could you ask for? The if we're using that as a, a, a comparison there's nobody better that's that's the guy yeah i'm really i'm glad he brought that up because he he pretty much won that race from pit road and you know the crew got him out there first and he just pretty much sustained the lead from there uh we're going to a track with super high tire wear so they're going to be pitting just about every single time the caution flag comes out so if he can gain spots on pit road every time he comes in the pit uh, he'll be gaining ground and hopefully have the speed on the track. So that's a very good combination. That would be nice for a pit crew not to fuck us over on a cup race, huh? We're, we're talking to you, Ryan Blaney. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So we've got like a Chevy and a Ford, right? I mean, this is a Toyota race that we're going to bet a Toyota car, right? We are oh, not going to really? do that. Oh, so when a Toyota yeah. wins at the Toyota race, we're all going to act surprised. Oh, okay. we're, we're going to be totally fucked. Oh, but okay. Okay. yeah, I mean, it's, it's, you know, historically, this has been Joe Gibbs' playground. I mean, this has been, they would come here and dominate and just absolutely destroy the field. But something's wrong with Toyota this year. And, you know, it's almost might be a cause for alarm that if they don't come out and have a, you know, a decent showing that, that um, you know, time to panic. Um, I mean, Denny Hamlin is you know, one of their bell cows and he's 22nd in points. Um, his best finish this year is 13th. Hmm. Um, he typically, you know, last year, I think he led 401 of the, the laps in the two, the two races, but it's not enough. I, I, I can't get behind him. So I, we're, we're fading Toyotas or we're staying away. Um, has I, anybody it, publicly said anything in the drivers about the Toyota cars or is it? Just- I, I don't know. Steve, do you know anything about it? I've heard some, I don't know who it was from Toyota, but one of the drivers has, has mentioned that they know that uh, their performance is not really there at the moment. I, I believe it was Denny Hamlin who said, check in with us in six weeks. I think that was two or three weeks ago. So I don't know what's going to happen in two or three weeks, but Denny said, check back in with him then. Hmm. <laughs> there, 
I mean, there is a Toyota that I'm rooting for, and that's Chris Bell um, because of that uh, mistake over at Win. So, oh, I've got yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. got uh, Chris Bell and a a group bet, a, a a four driver group bet. You dutched, at, you dutched it, yeah, yeah, we dutched it, but we're we're sitting on him at twenty six fifty to one or something. That's not still out there, is it for people listening? No, no, that's that's gone. Okay. Uh, and the cash out option was up for a you know for a minute, and it was seven and a half times the bet. So that was pretty sweet. <laughs> so, and, and I but, think Chris Chris Rebell is the guy over one of the guys over there at Gibbs that could get the job done at this track. He has a very good track record at uh, short tracks in the Xfinity Series. So, hopefully that transfers over for your sake here in the Cup this weekend. Yeah, I'm I'm going to be watching that one real close. All right, we need to, we need to buckle down here, boys. We've gotten like right, two two bets in. Let's go. Yep. All right, so we've got uh, Daniel Suarez forty to one, uh, Dinger a hundred to one, and then Harrison Burton two hundred to one. Those are going to be the sprinkles. Uh, Suarez um, is Ross Chastain's teammate. Trackhouse has been super fast. Uh, Suarez led every lap in the first stage last week. We had him at a hundred to one. He got down live, I think, to uh, plus three fifty. So that would have been a sick hit. Didn't work out, but. Um, we think we'll be fast again. So those are our five win wagers. So we got Suarez, Almendinger, and Burton after the. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, to round it, round All it right. out. All right. All right. So we're going to drop down to the top fives, and we're going to go with next gen Joey Logano plus one thirty five over at MGM for a unit. Uh, Steve, you want to talk about about Joey? Yeah, I mean Joey Logano is. Um... He, once again, another guy that checks all the boxes for me. Um, very good um, at flat tracks last year. Starting out good this, you know, this year. He won the LA Clash. That's as short of a track as you get. That's as flat of a track as you get. So, good recent form. Uh, he tends to do well when things are new. Uh, so, it, he's done well in this new car for the most part. He's up there in the point standing, so he's consistent. Um, so hopefully consistency leads to good, you know, good finishes. So hopefully top five is more than feasible for him this weekend. All right. Love it. Uh, so we'll, we'll head on down to the top tens. We're going to double dip with Daniel Suarez. We're catching plus one Oh five over at MGM and you'll want to shop these cause, um, the, the prices tend to range pretty drastically on these top tens. Uh, so we're taking Daniel Suarez plus 105. Hmm. Austin Dillon is plus 115 in most places. I saw a plus 180 over yeah, at I'm just uh, that Sugar now. House. Yep, yep. Yeah. So if you're if you have that available, that's like stealing. So you should definitely take that. That's and a then, slam dunk because you yeah. get almost twice the value there, and Dillon is uh, shown to be very good. So. And then the third one and final one for for that market, we're going to take Austin Cindric plus 125 at DraftKings. Top tens. Top tens. Oh, wow. Look at that. MGM's got uh, minus 105 for Dylan. Top 10. Yeah. And, and like I said, you can catch, I think, plus 180 or something yeah, over yeah. Sugar House. So that's that's literally, like Steve said, a, a slam dunk. Love yeah. And so some, some background on that MGM one. That actually opened up at plus 105. So that's getting steamed a little mm-hmm. bit. Mm-hmm. So generally, when it's when that is happening to a line, uh, you're playing the right side. So that feel that feels 
good when that happens. I'm confident about well, St- it. Steve, you're pumping up closing line value here. Yeah, yeah Dylan's going to – he's probably going to wreck lap two. Yeah, so. yeah well, that's, how, that's how, how this year has been. So it, it can't go on forever, right? we got to change cannot. The, the wave here a little. It might have been me, but it might have been somebody else in our group chat that said closing line value is overrated, and I'm not sure who that was. So. I, that was you. No, it was – okay. It's, it's overrated. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. We got a lot of head-to-heads. Okay. Um, the first one, my personal favorite. Ross Chastain over Tyler Reddick. Um, just a, a little background. Ross is my guy, you know. Um, and he won last week, which was pretty sweet for the first time. Um, prior to that, he's finished second, second, and third. Uh, the second was at Phoenix, so it's a comparable uh, track. Reddick was third, so, I mean, they're, they're both pretty good. Uh, last year at Richmond, um, in the spring, was Ross's like first trip to Richmond in a, a good car, and he finished fifteenth. He snuck out two fastest laps. When they came back in the fall, he finished seventh, and he was up to I think ten fastest laps. So that's a big improvement. Um, his average run position went from fifteen point eight to seven point one. So he was consistent all day. And uh, right now, I mean, he's the fastest guy on the planet. So um, I'm taking Ross Chastain over Tyler Reddick for a unit. And um, Steve, what do you want to talk about next? Yeah, I mean, uh, just a note on that. Phil says Ross is his guy. So there's absolutely no bias there whatsoever. None. None. <laughs> that, also, I, I like that as well. Ross is very good. I like track house. So I, I plays solid. Um, All right. I am actually going to – I don't know if I want to – give this or not because i like tyler reddick over william byron it, this is more of a fade on william byron than a play on tyler reddick but i also like tyler reddick um right i i know i'm going against you know the other side here but for ross but tyler reddick he's been good enough for me to beat william byron reddick was very good at the la clash but um so was you know so is ross ross has been Excellent. So, William Byron, this, this is not one of the better tracks for William Byron. His average finish position here is actually 16.7, and Reddick is 15.5. But Reddick's had that bump this year in that car. He's been very good in next gen cars. So, at minus 110, I'm not, sorry, minus 105, that feels like a solid play for me. Huh. Um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, Phil's Phil. got yeah. something to say. <laughs> oh, no, no, I, I don't. I just, I. I uh, it's not really, you know, taking Reddick in that matchup is not like taking the other side in the Chastain one because, you know, theoretically, if Chastain finishes ahead of Reddick, finishes ahead of Byron, we we cash them both, so it's it's feasible. Yeah, um, I think we, we we understand that the the play for you was on Ross, so right? Right. We love Ross, so next um, to me is going to be Chase Elliott over Kyle Larson, and then this is uh, this is a for me this is a play on Chase Elliott and a play against Kyle Larson. Uh, Chase Elliott's had good track history here. He's kind of he's got three top fives in six races, so cl- clearly there it just shows that uh, he has a speed here. I think Chase has had a very good car this year. When you look at Phoenix this year, I think Chase had actually the best car that day. Just happened to get caught up on pit road. Um, got in a, in a tough situation, unfortunately. Uh, and then you look at the other side of Kyle Larson. Um, 
for the first time since he's come back, I believe, in the Cup Series, he's gone through some struggles this year, the past few weeks. At Coda, he, he was uh, having a tough time just getting into the top 10. So I believe yeah. that uh, Kyle Larson could have be having a little bit of a, a downswing here. So mm. let's go with Chase Cash that over Kyle Larson. This what are you week. paying for that? Minus 115. Okay. Also, this is this is Kyle, one of Kyle Larson's worst tracks. Given his history of how much success he's had, he's got an average finish here at this track of 15th. <laughs> and Chase has an 8.5, so that's a pretty significant edge there, if you, if you ask me. All right. I just have one mind-blowing stat on this matchup. So sure. Chase Elliott has four top fives at Richmond since the last time Larson has finished in the top five. <laughs> Which was uh, Larson won in 2017, but that that's how long ago Larson's last top five was. Holy cow. So, yeah. There so, you go. yeah, I drop, but don't stop talking. No, no, I I can't. This thing's magnetic. It's stuck here. This mic. Yeah. All right. Anyway, that's yeah. That that was my my one stat. What else? What else we got? I like uh, Austin Dillon over Kurt Busch, minus one ten for for all the reasons I like Austin Dillon. Just. Kurt is in a Toyota, so we're we're kind of on the fade Toyota train, and Kurt's kind of been struggling this year, so uh, that one kind of speaks for itself. And um, we're also on Alex Bowman over Kyle Busch, so both the Bush brothers are catching the fade from us. Um, we like Bowman on high wear tracks. Steve was talking about it today. Um, it's kind of you know kind of surprising, but when you break it down, he's been very good on these these. High tire wear tracks. He won uh, Richmond last year in the spring, which was pretty dope. And uh, he's been really good this year. He's he's um, almost been the the best Hendrick car, you know, besides Elliott. So we like we like Bowman in this market for sure. Bowman over Bush. I'm sorry, who was it? Yep, Kyle Bush. What are you paying for and that? Plus one twenty. I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I got too. Yeah, this is another one that moved five cents. It was plus one twenty-five, um, and it's now plus one twenty. So it's a, it's a small move, but again, like I said, when you see lines moving in that kind of way, you you it's another kind of a confidence thing there that you think you're probably on the right side. So right, yep. And um, Alex Bowman won this race in the daytime. The the, the uh, last time I believe he may not have finished in the top five, but that was the night race. Hopefully, the day race, the track's a little more slick, a little more racy. He can kind of make moves. So Bowman yeah, he, may like to turn the day a little more. He was twelfth in the fall. Yeah, at the night race, I'm not yeah. too concerned about that. Right. And um, another one we're looking at is uh, Chase Briscoe over Blaney. So. Um, all the reasons we like Briscoe, but we're we're kind of taking the other side on Blaney here. He just doesn't get along with with Richmond. It's he he was quoted saying that it's his worst track, it's his least favorite track. <laughs> he struggles here, so that that seems like a layup at plus one ten at MGM as well. This is also a pit crew matchup. You got is it a great pit crew versus a horrendous pit crew <laughs> the you know the briscoe crew versus the blaney crew so this is i was this is maybe not even a driver prop this is going to be a pit road prop right <laughs> i love it i love it i wonder if like penske has any like listings on indeed or monster.com or something like that for you know tire changer or you gotta jack get your name man out or there, something man. yeah yeah 
You're probably not allowed to bet on the on the races anymore, but <laughs> well, that didn't stop uh, uh, you know a certain <laughs> NFL player. Yeah, it certainly did not. No. Um, what else do we like here, Steve? Suarez over Almirola, you you noted. Yeah, we I, I didn't I didn't like this matchup at minus one hundred five, but we we got lucky. We got a little bit of steam coming on Almirola. Now I, I said I generally it's good to see line movement in your direction, but this was too much line movement towards Almirola in my opinion. Um, I think there's too much track history handicapping going into people taking Almirola in this one. The, last year you cannot compare last year's data to this year's data. Uh, Amarola at Phoenix and uh, Suarez. I, I don't know if Suarez is better or not than Amarola at Phoenix, but I know Amarola was not really running in the side of the top 10 at Phoenix, and that's a comparable track. Um, I, I believe Suarez is pretty good at, at Richmond last year, too. So you give him decent uh, mystery, along with most importantly, uh, his performance this year. And that car and then plus one ten, the value there is good enough for me to bet. What if you yeah, can't get plus one ten? <laughs> Just it, no good. Uh what do you got? Minus one oh five. Yeah. I would play it at a half. Unless Phil unless unless Phil likes it. <laughs> I I mean I, I like anything track house. I, I think those guys are killing it. Um so I know, you know, there's the narrative about Almarola on the short flats, like Loudon and stuff. And we've even, you know, gone to the well with that. But I think just track house is on another level. All right. So Done. take it. Locked. Of course. And uh, I think that's, is that all we got? Well, here's a funny story, actually. I, was gonna, I said I was going to talk about this on, uh, tonight on, on this show. Um, I, I had Justin Haley for top Chevy at uh, 80 to 1 on DraftKings. And then the news dropped that he failed inspection tonight Ooh. three times. Wow. So that means he loses his crew chief, um, uh, loses pit selection, and he has to do a pass-through drive penalty. So he will oh, probably huge. start to race a lap down. Yeah. But listen, and- I love when guys are trying to cheat, you know, because they're, <laughs> they're trying to slip some speed by the – the inspection and um i i love that so you know maybe they catch a quick caution and he's he's super fast i don't know yeah and that and that's what would save him um uh yeah and it's a shame because I, he was very fast at the clash this year and that's a short flat track in the new car so i, I was really looking forward to this wager i'm just hoping that he, I, I locked it in already so it's in i'm, just, <laughs> I'm hoping he does catch that yellow and then he gets gets that break so <sighs> We'll hmm. see. Okay. Yeah. That's uh that's all I got. Steve, anything else? Got I I I got one more. Oh, I got Harrison okay. Burton for top four at plus sixty six hundred. Harrison four. Burton was this is one of his best tracks in the Xfinity series. And Penske's well, he's not directly Penske, but he's affiliated with the Ford family and the and Wood Brothers. So he sh- some of that speed could translate over to Harrison Burton this week. Six sixty six to one is kind of like a fun long shot there. See okay. what happens. Okay, all right. I'm going to take Toyota to win the race plus three hundred. Oh, you dirty dog, man! It's yeah. You want to keep the sponsors happy, right? Follow the money. Put the tinfoil cap on. Just they'll throw a few bucks on Toyota. Toyota to win the race plus three hundred. Nice. I, nice. I don't hate it. 
I'll be honest, I did all this handicapping before I looked at the title sponsor and like, well, there goes all my hard work. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, Steve, we may need to to make that same bet because um, if that hits, you know, at least it'll take away some of the pain from, you know, fading every other Toyota in the field. So, you know, that might just be a nice hedge to the card. You're not wrong about that. You're not wrong little bit keep the sponsors happy man follow the money always yeah i mean at least we're on the toyotas in the xfinity series right because that's also sponsored by toyota there you go okay well maybe that'll be enough for them we'll we'll see let's see they're selfish over there toyota you know yeah Yeah, xfinity it's it's toyota care 250 so gotcha yeah Uh, all right so that's it steve always great talking to you man Great, great talking to you, Arch. Happy to be here uh, again this week. Phil, I hope you do I, a few sit-ups before you go to bed tonight. Uh, it's impossible. You're gonna. <laughs> I need a wheelbarrow. Somebody, somebody, just roll me up the bed. I'm, I'm cooked, man. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com.